Hello, hello. Welcome back to the new Bucket List Podcast. My name is Lisa, your Bucket List Coach. Today on the podcast, I've got Lee Immerzeel, a TEDx speaking coach. He suffered from a crippling fear of public speaking, conquered it, and used his experience to help others get over their fear of public speaking and get them good enough to be on TEDx. Thank you so much for joining me, Lee. Yeah, thank you very much for your invitation. I'm uh, I'm happy to be on your podcast. So this is this is such a a common fear people have, and they just accept that they will never uh, get over it or be good at it. And then you you go and make a job out of it. It's <laughs> amazing. Where did your fear of public speaking even come from? Yeah, I think it had to do with my uh, with my background as a young kid because um, I think with many boys on the outside, just I, I was also a boy like that. I had a big mouth and I looked someone who was very secure and, and a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. But but when I had to do something in front of a group at school, I can still remember if I reminisce uh, reminisce the days. It was awful. When I was standing there in front of the classroom, even at the age of 10, 12, and also at uh, middle school, what is that, college, I think, in uh, in American terms or Canadian terms, uh, it was horrible because I stood in front of the classroom. I always had a dry mouth. Sweat was pouring out of almost every part of my body. And it was that feeling like... For for me, it was not not that I blacked out. Almost I blacked out, but I wanted to run away, even if I knew the kids in the classroom because we were in the class all day, every day. But yeah. still, all those eyes looking and staring at you, it was horrible. Yeah, that description, I think, is right there is going to resonate with so many people. I know in, while you're describing it, I am picturing myself. Mm-hmm. As a child, standing in front of the class, holding a piece of paper, and just sweating and turning completely red. <laughs> yeah, that's good that you say that, <laughs> because as someone like me, I easily turn red because, uh, uh, yeah, of, of 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 my my skin color, I'm I'm white, you know, and oh yeah. man, it was horrible. Always feeling like a tomato. Standing I know in front you of can't the hide it. <laughs> you cannot hide it. <laughs> Oh goodness. Well, how how long did this fear affect your life like beyond school? Yeah. Now, I can remember also in the beginning of my working career um that this was also still the case. Um you had to do it because you had to give a presentation or do something in public, but I can remember when I was 21, 24, I still had a fear of public speaking. Mm-hmm. And Till around that age, 24, 25, it was always like, oh, my God, do I have to do this? Or um, not only the nervous feeling in your stomach, but also the sweating and the getting red. And even, mm-hmm. even, even when I gave a presentation or I stood in front of a group, it was still, it was, it wasn't my happy place. <sighs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's. If you never take the steps and want to get past a fear, it will just follow you around and doesn't matter where 
even if you're comfortable with the people in the room, it's just that being in that position is really uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. Well, what, what did you do? When did you decide you had had enough of this fear and decide to work on it? How did you conquer it? I think for like, like every fear that I had in the past, but mainly if I talk about this fear is that there were so many moments that I said to myself, I have to do something about it. And you say it, but then you don't do it <laughs> or, yeah. or you say it. And then maybe you dip your feet a little bit in the water and then you back away again because it's something that isn't comfortable yet and isn't something that I'm completely familiar with yet. But I can remember that uh, how I started to conquer this fear is that um, in that in those days, the, yeah, the word coaching didn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. uh, you had oh. mentors and people who gave trainings. I'm 43, so... <laughs> yeah, that was a different era. And yeah. some, and someone said to me, and who in the end also became a mentor of me, he said, Lee, you, you could really be very good at um, giving presentations and giving trainings. And I said mm -hmm. to him, get out of here. <laughs> get, get out. This this is not my... This, I cannot do it. That, that's what I said. <laughs> but to be honest, somewhere inside of me, there was a desire to do things like that. And I looked and I looked up to people who could easily stand in front of a group and give a speech. But um, I didn't believe in myself that I could do it. I didn't believe in myself that I could speak in public or uh, become a coach or do something in public that people could see me. And it was mainly the belief that someone else had in me that triggered me and pushed me in with baby steps to do the uncomfortable. Wow. Now to make it a little bit more practical to exactly what I did is I can remember in, uh, in small settings with, um, uh, yeah, with, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same, like, how do you call that? Uh, Toastmasters. Uh, oh, right. a, a kind of a kind of Toastmaster setting is that I got the challenge to say something in public for two minutes, something like that. Oh. And still, although people, other people believed in me that I could do it, I think the first two, three times I still said no. Oh. And then I just made a decision. I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, okay, the next time someone will ask me a challenging thing like this, I will do it even if I feel all the feelings that I felt before of being uncomfortable. Mm. And then the fourth time came around and somebody asked me the question, you want to say something in public or do something in public? And I said, yes. Oh, love it. You said yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm smiling the entire time you're telling this. I'm, I'm, this is so exciting. I'm, I'm happy that you're smiling. I said yes. <laughs> I said yes. But inside, I thought, okay, I have to go up in front of the group. I have to say something in public. Even when I have to walk 
going in front of the group, I feel again those uncomfortable feelings of nervousness and the mm -hmm. sweat pouring out of my uh, everywhere of, from my head. The red head is coming again. Uh, <laughs> what else? The sweaty hands, the dry mouth, the, the total package. I knew all this was coming again because I was in my head and I was really focused on the fear. Mm -hmm. but, but you know what? I did it. Yeah. And I not only did it once, I did it twice and I did it over and over and over and over. And maybe I, you know, sometimes, sometimes people ask me, how many times did you felt uncomfortable after that decision? I don't know. Maybe the next 50 times were still uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But there came a point that slowly, but gradually I started to feel more at ease doing the thing that I dreaded and I feared. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. That's huge. I mean, that's the key to getting over a fear or starting to get comfortable with something that you find totally uncomfortable is just mm -hmm. starting. Say yes, Yeah. try it, yeah. and then and then keep doing it. Yeah, because even some people, there are some people who are professional public speakers who still get nervous. They still to get all sweaty before going on. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it's amazing what public speaking, the power public speaking has, not only on an audience but on the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's really true. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that would, like I could. You're, you're a very good storyteller. I would expect that from a TEDx speaking coach, but I'm like, mm. I'm like, I can visualize everything you're saying. Mm. I, do you, did you ever do a, a TEDx talk? Yeah, oh. I, I did it twice. Oh, oh I'm going to have to find that. <laughs> I, I, gave, uh, I gave two TED talks. So in, 2000, in, yeah, in 2018, I said to myself, okay, what is the next step that I can take to level yeah. up my speaking game? And then I said, okay, most probably that will be a TED Talk. That's uh, amazing. That's amazing. You go from somebody who could barely stay conscious due to nerves in front of a crowd, in front of a class of people you know, to doing a TEDx talk on a stage in front of strangers. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a huge, that's a huge, uh, huge flip. I mean, did teaching about public speaking help you become less fearful like would you recommend that as a tool for others to get over fears um yeah for me i think specifically this wasn't the case uh, for me it wasn't the case that teaching helped me over my fear of public speaking because i already mm -hmm. was over my fear of public speaking when i came to a point of I want to teach others to conquer this because, mm. um, because in, in, in coaching, I experienced there are so many people who are afraid of public speaking. Yeah. Um, if they are executives or they have a different kind of function or role in a corporation or outside of corporations is people are always hesitant. Most people are hesitant to do something in public. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I started to study this part and the fear of public speaking, uh, then for me, the point came, I want to help others. 
Um, but what I see is, is that around me, I see a lot of folks who are teaching others uh, something, whether it's public speaking or writing a book or starting a podcast or doing something extraordinary or something that they feared in the past, is that learning something with the intention to teach others has a huge benefit to conquer your fear. Mm-hmm. So in the one way, I, for me, that wasn't the case uh, from the bat, I, I, I would say. Yeah. I, I see it a lot around me and I also see it for myself because with other things that I conquered that I feared next to public speaking, um, teaching others helped me to conquer it. Ah, okay. Yeah, you're def- you can learn how to conquer more fears that are holding you back. Yeah. Um, in the same process or with the same process. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, you, you go from having a fear of public speaking mm-hmm. to getting over the fear, but was what made you actually want to teach about it? I mean, I got over my fear of swimming, but it didn't make me want to swim and teach <laughs> others how to swim, you know? Yeah. I mean, why, why, why teach people? Yes. Yeah, I think that has to do with my mission. Um, what I what I recognized through the years of my own personal development is is when I read a book, is I read a book to enjoy it, but I also read a book to help others with what I just read. Mm. And 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 in a certain point years ago, I started to f- see a pattern in myself, is that I'm reading a book, but I'm making notes how I can help others with the thing I, I'm reading. Oh. Now, the same was in my working career is that I was always um, uh, seeing how I could help others if they were struggling with uh, an IT problem or something that had to do with work or with their job they were doing. So the coaching part and the helping part or serving others with yeah, their struggles or their desires was all, always inside of me. And my mission is to help Ordinary people, just like you and me, do extraordinary things. And that, yeah, that has to do with me coming from a place that I always thought like, I'm, I'm just an ordinary guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't have the most easiest background when I grew up. Uh, my parents divorced when I was very young, two and a half years old, and that oh. had a huge impact on my identity. Mm-hmm. And what I sensed is and discovered is that that is the reason why I want to help others in this case with the, the thing that I'm doing is speaking, coaching, conquering their fears and helping them also to do a TEDx or give a TED talk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what gets you, what, what kind of negative things you have to go to, to become who you are today and Look what you're doing. I mean, you're helping so many people with this crazy fear of public speaking, which so many people, it's a shocking amount of people suffer with. And they spend their lives avoiding public speaking. They will go to lengths to not speak in front of anybody. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you are just, um, we're here to serve. We're here to help each other on this planet. So it's amazing that you're doing that. And I love that you said you want to help 
ordinary people do extraordinary things because that's exactly the kind of people I have on this podcast. So, so it really resonates. It really resonates with me when you say that. I think I think that's why why we're doing this today, Lee. Definitely. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I've got uh, I've got. Well, first. Where, where can the people find you online? Yeah, people can find me online uh, on my website, of course. It's uh, uh, leeimmerzeel.com. All social media handles are Lee Immerzeel. And uh, I have my own podcast also. Uh, that's the Lee Immerzeel Show on, uh, on all common podcast platforms. Apple, uh-huh. Spotify, Stitcher, almost uh, all common podcasts. All right, platforms. excellent. And I'll put all your links in uh, in the description so uh if you can so my listeners can find you mm-hmm. and of course last but not least the final question mm-hmm. that i ask all of my podcast guests yes so if you died today what would you be pissed that you didn't get to do yeah if i would die today i would really get pissed if i didn't publish my books yeah, and because and why do I say this? Is that um, in my mind I always thought I cannot write a book because my spelling and my grammar and all kinds of limiting beliefs. So I think I postponed it for almost nine years. Nine years, please. Yes, nine years, nine years until two months ago. Two months ago, I got inspired, uh, and this is also maybe something for your listeners that could help. I was inspired by the book of James Clear, Atomic Habits, one of the best books I ever read. And he said in the book, if you want to change or create a new habit, make it as small as possible. And what did I do? In that book, he exactly said this example. He he said, he wrote this example, and he wrote this. He said, if you want to write a book, write one sentence a day and then i said what one sentence one sentence come on (laughs) lee you can do that one sentence is easy and to be fairly honest Mm -hmm. i never wrote one sentence uh, as of uh, the last two months i always wrote several sentences and some days i wrote 500 words 600 words 300 words 200 words So I'm I'm quite far already with a chapter of eight or eight nine that are Amazing. the rough draft is done. But I, that, this is this is my passion. I had, you know, I, I want to add one thing ex- <laughs> to this if I can, yeah. is that the reason why I want to say this is because I really stood up sometimes in the morning when I just woke up and I had chapters in my mind for years, chapters mm-hmm. that I wanted wanted to write. And now the, mm-hmm. fir- the first draft is getting finalized uh, in the first quarter of uh, next year. Wow. Well, they say that everyone has a book inside them and you're finally letting it out. And, yeah. you know, when you do publish it, I'd love to have you back on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, so, so that's it. So you are... You have to come back on the podcast and you publish the book. So I'm waiting. The yeah, audience yeah, yeah. is waiting. Yeah. So, so no pressure. No, 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 pressure, no, no, no pressure. No pressure, not at all. <laughs> but, but I will come back. 
so, so, so we we made an agreement here. <laughs> yes, yes, accountability right there, right there on the podcast. <laughs> Thank a, a virtual high five. Thank you. Yes. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to uh, share with share with the audience before uh, before we end? No, what I want to say this is uh, I want to acknowledge you. I want to acknowledge you for the powerful questions that you asked. Uh, also for uh, uh, the podcast that you are putting out into the world because the the bucket list topic is really a very good topic. Uh, and keep on doing what you're doing because um, not only what you're doing is very great, but also the questions that you ask really um, helped me and stirred me to talk. So thank you very much, Lisa. Oh, you are very welcome. And thank you so much for that acknowledgement. That was, wow, make, you're making my day right now, Lee. And I, and I acknowledge you for getting over a fear and helping others with that fear to not let um, that hold them back in their lives. So, so, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, so watch out for Lee's book, follow him on social. And uh, thanks a lot for listening.